0: This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! here with you on a Tuesday morning. Glad to be with you here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Today on, a, on an Easter Monday, Joel had all three of his children at home by himself all day. My guess is Strange Brew got some of his business faux show. They
1: d- actually didn't get my business business, mm-hmm. but they got my business because they already had it. Right. And I had it at the house. They so
0: got, that's a risky business.
1: <laughs> I had my Strange Brew, yeah. but it was purchased a it, couple of weeks are, ago well, and it was sitting they, in
0: the cabinet. They, they still get that money. That's it true. Still goes yeah. They've already
1: basement. had the money. Yeah. So. So.
0: Well, when, you're, when you've got a lot going on, hey, man, a Strange Brew Coffee House is there for you to get you through the day. Get you there in the morning, in the afternoon, or even in the evening. You know, they keep long hours there. And, of course, churn and spoon ice cream. The weather is finally starting to get into that lovely spring concoction. High 70s, low 80s, a little breezy. That's ice cream time, baby. Get out there and get yourself a nice hot fudge sundae. It'll make you feel so good, if you will. (laughs) This This is what we need to do. We need to get me dressed up like the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and do a Strange Brew commercial. (laughs) <laughs> i mean wouldn't that be great That'd be great strange brew coffee house daddy when you need a little shot to get you through the day <laughs> when somebody take down rick flair
1: get you a shot right in the ears. <laughs> so i was sitting here in my brain trying like, to like, like hand it. signal you to somehow to work that in there say, but... say that word
0: yeah <laughs> e-e-s-s is how i spell that Uh. That guy's going to be mad at us This is like a two minute ad here, but whatever Uh, I want to thank our good friends over at College Corner CollegeCornerStore.com is where you shop online Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet They're in Flow by the Half Shell And they've got the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise in Central Mississippi Hey Let's go ahead and get a head start on some things guys It's April Let's start laying the foundation now for our Father's Day gifts Let's get something from College Corner Maroon and white, new polo New shirt. Maybe it's going to say 2021 College World Series on it. I don't know. I don't know. But if it does, you want to make sure you get it from College Corner. When you're back in Starkville next weekend for Super Bulldog Weekend, make sure that Humble Taco is on your list of places to go. If you haven't checked it out yet, you're missing out. If you've been there, you know what I'm talking about. Great food. Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Up and down that menu, it is incredible dishes, that have a great Mexican flair to them, but they are made with some of our great local products. The drink list is expansive, the cold beer is cold, <laughs> the wine list is great, and the food just can't be beat. Head over to Humble Taco today, next time you're in Starkville, and enjoy one of Starkville's best new restaurants. Well, Joel, Kendall Rogers tried to get everybody fired, murdered and flamed up today. Well, on Twitter, I was, I was he say, woke he up this morning and he chose violence. Yeah,
1: he didn't even try. He did. I mean, he he took the gas, he took the match, and kaboom! And just lit it on fire. So
0: <laughs> why don't I know you wrote about it at KyleBellCorner.com. Tell us just just give give us through the walkthrough of the NCAA. Which by the way, we haven't seen anything from the NCAA. Not that I doubt Kendall's reporting. He knows if he's reporting it, I believe it to be true. It hasn't been anything official yet, but what exactly is the NCAA saying regarding postseason baseball?
1: I'm going to try and break this down as easy as I can here. I think most of you probably kind of get it by now. But if there's anybody that doesn't, I'll try and get this to you quick and easy in a easily digested form. Um, the NCAA is now essentially moving up what they usually do at the end of the season. They're going to now decide at the beginning of May. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to, they are deciding regional hosts and super regional hosts, and they're going to do it a month before the season ends. And so that means that at the end of April, basically, the top 16 teams then will be the 16 hosts. That's essentially how this is going to play out. It's not going to be the 16 best when the season's over that get to host, it's going to be the 16 best at the end of April. Right. Which that's well and good, and most of those would probably be the sixteen. You know, most of those would probably end up hosting at the end of May anyway. Right. But you're going to get a scenario or two here where somebody's looking good at the end of April, and then they tank in May a little bit, mm-hmm. and they would not have ordinarily have hosted. So in that in that instance, that team would still host if they had been awarded a correct. host spot. And uh, so two way, two things to consider then.
0: First off, we're probably talking about. Thirteen through sixteen, and then seventeen through twenty. You know that seems fair. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas, Texas Tech, locks. Going to get in regardless. Florida probably still in there. South Carolina might be in that mix. It's the next group down. It's your Louisiana Techs. Yeah. It's uh, whoever the second place team in the ACC is. Uh, it, it's stuff like that. That's what you're you're, you're considering. And then you might see some situations, and we've talked about this in the past, and they, they, this is something that used to happen, and it doesn't happen anymore, but I feel pretty confident this year you will see the host team as a two-seed in a regional. I think what this situation is going to be is this. They will announce the sites this first week of May. They will announce the seeds after the, post-season, after the conference tournaments. That will remain the same. So what they'll say is this, Mississippi State is hosting, Ole Miss is hosting, Vanderbilt's hosting, and then they'll let the season play out, and then they'll say, okay, Vanderbilt's the one, Mississippi State is the two, Arkansas is the three, so on and so forth. I think that is how it's going to play out.
1: Yeah, I quite honestly, you have to be a D1 baseball subscriber to read Kendall's article. I didn't. I don't know if he had that full detail. Involved or not, but that would seem to make sense. I, I haven't seen that what you just laid out was exactly the case, but I I, I would be surprised if that's not the case. Um, either way, you could wind up with a scenario here where Mississippi State is hosting a regional and super regional and Mississippi State is not playing in it. Correct. <laughs> that could happen. Not, now, not the I, It's not likely. Not, yeah, well, yeah, I guess regional-wise. Yeah, First that off, think- it's going to be tough, right? And the state's really going to have to just...
0: Screw up not to host. Between now and and whenever. Yeah. I mean they've got three series. They would probably need to go like one and eight.
1: Yeah. Something like that. But anyway, I mean you it is a very realistic possibility. And I'll use state here just for example, Mm -hmm. but that they could host a regional, get beat in their home regional but
0: still have to host and then Duty Noble still has to host the super. And we talked about that on Sports Talk Mississippi. You talk about a money losing proposition. Imagine you know all the people it takes to have that stadium open, and have this is an NCAA event, right? So concessions have to be open, and and you got to have a certain amount of security. And they,
1: you you just said it with the NCAA. Even if Mississippi State's playing up here, I would guess the NCAA gets to say how many people get to come. Well, to I Duty get that, Nova. but what
0: I'm saying is, if you have all these people, and it's Boston College taking on Georgia Tech, you got all these people in here to watch about 150 fans. You, know, you don't have to worry about uh, attendance and, and and social distancing; it won't be a problem. So, but that said, you you brought up a good point. My my hope is this, Joel, that by the time we get to the last weekend of May, when these regionals are going to happen, most, if not ninety percent of the country is going to be vaccinated. I think at that point, we could, they, they, they hopefully common sense will prevail.
1: Well, you're also at a point there where even if you hadn't been vaccinated, you had your chance. Mm-hmm. Everybody's made it. Right. I Right. Mean, well, shoot, in the state of Mississippi right now, today. You can go get vaccinated. Whoever you are. Right. If you're older than 16 and you want it, you can get it. Yeah.
0: That, that could have been misconstrued. I just want to point that the out. The vaccine. Get the vaccine. Correct. You're a terrible <laughs> person, Brian a. Dad, Why do you do that to Joel every yes, day? Every, every day. Every time something comes up. <laughs>
1: every day. Yeah.
0: If you're over 16 and you want it, you can go get stabbed. There you go. Anyway,
1: <laughs>
0: gosh, I'm, I am just the worst. Uh, I, I do think that right now they might say something about attendance, but I think if you let it ride and you let it get to May, at that point you can start talking. The, the crowd should be what they are, I think. Yeah, They had 40,000 in Texas today. I don't know if you saw those pictures or not. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, you, you hit on an interesting... Uh, point earlier that I want to make sure that we talk about the timing of this couldn't be worse for Mississippi State in that credit here to Charlie Winfield State's last two opponents in the month of April I actually think they play Texas A&M one game in April but I'm not including them here the last two full weekend series in the month of April are against Ole Miss and -hmm. Vanderbilt yeah a oh. combined SEC record of, I believe, 15-3. and three. Mm-hmm. And then, right after playing those, they're going to decide regional hosts. I mean, look, realistically, that is a situation where State could go... If I told you right now today that State went 2-4 and four in those six, you're not floored. Not floored. And that hurts when they're deciding this, as far as...
0: You have to hope... Well, I don't think it hurts in terms of
1: hosting. Yeah, I guess not. There's
0: no way, even at 2-4 and in those series, that State drops out of the top 16. Wouldn't think. And then you have the end of the year, where you have Missouri and Alabama to
1: get wins back. Here's what I'd love to know, and I don't know the answer to this. If you're that committee, and you're sitting there figuring this out, if for whatever reason Mississippi State was... Right there, kind of on the... Before I say that, let me ask you this. Are you sure that, like, when this is set, they're just announcing 16 host sites, and then they'll wait till the season's over before they say...
0: Who the seeds like are? Say, yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case. Why okay. would they go ahead and set the seeds a month plus Surely ahead of the not. tournament? Surely Just get not.
1: the sites. Anyway. So that's what's important. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I guess if you're sitting right there on that edge, though, and you don't have to be Mississippi State, put in your school Tech of, uh, is the of school choice. That I would use. You better hope you're winning a lot towards the end of April.
0: Yeah, you need I to mean you hot. just got
1: to. It's it's sort of funny. Or from now, now to the want, end, you want, of you want it. to be hot in May? You, you kind of need
0: to be hot. Now yeah, because because
1: May kind of doesn't even. You hate to say May doesn't matter, but but, but and, and for this purpose, you know does It kind of don't.
0: The SEC tournament doesn't
1: matter. But, oh, I know what I was about to add. Yeah, gosh, man.
0: I mean, if I'm state and I'm already locked in that I'm hosting. Buddy, I'm I'm not throwing. I mean, if I throw Bedner and McLeod, I'm throwing them like middle relief, giving them two <laughs> innings and just 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 to keep them loose.
1: What I was about to ask earlier, though, and, and you're right. I guess in for Mississippi State's purposes, the more you think about it, they're probably going to host, mm. um, no matter what. But would that committee happen to like look at these team schedules and what they got left? Like, let's say Mississippi State was right there on that bubble. Would well, they look and see? Oh, well, yeah. They got Alabama. and I would Missouri so. Coming they, up, we we need to kind of give you them a little bump here.
0: That's why it's not just done by you know a computer. And they, they will look at it and say, okay, these guys have got games left; they're going to win. Yeah.
1: Con- conversely, here, like Missi- uh Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've already they played Alabama and Auburn. That, that's part right. of their. And I'm not hating on them. They got the they got the job done against those teams. But their next their next three
0: series are uh, now they do have LSU, but it's their next two series are Arkansas and Mississippi State. And then they play LSU. They still have a series with Vanderbilt. I think they finished the year with Vanderbilt. To be honest, You talk about that's something you know. Talk about playing for seeding there at the end. Your last series of the year, you're going to Vanderbilt. Not great. So, I I think that yeah, if you're going to do this, there has to be some people saying we, we will take. You know, we're going to project a little. You know, eh. you can project Mississippi State as a six to, as a as a host. They're going to be one of the top sixteen teams. That's just going to happen. It's just, you know, are they going to be a 2, 3, 4, or are they going to be a 10, 11, 12?
1: I don't know the answer to that as we sit here today. I still don't I just still don't fully understand why they had to do it this way. I, I know what they said, and I know what Kendall reported, well, that they said they needed three weeks right. to set up whatever. But couldn't but de- they, and I think my cousin said this, and
0: some other people have been saying it as well, uh, that couldn't you have just said, hey, and told to like 30 teams and been like, hey, you are on the short list of potential host sites. We need to see your compliance with these directives if you want to host. And then we come back in May, we check, all right, is everything the way the way we want it? Yes, okay, you can host. Wouldn't that have just been easier than, than what they're doing here? It certainly seems that way.
1: I, I don't have anybody from the NCAA on speed dial to call and try and get an explanation here, but it's... Outside of looking in, another example of the NCAA doing something that doesn't make a heck of a lot of sense.
0: Well, I mean, that's just every
1: day. <laughs> uh, that said, I I do think when all this is said and done, it's going to end up looking a lot like it would have looked if it had been normal. Is that fair to say? you think I, that's I, I, yes. right? yes. I mean, I, there's going to be a team or two. Maybe it is a Louisiana Tech. Maybe it's, I don't know. Southern Miss. Southern Miss. Feeling like, There's going to be a team or two that either really benefits from this or really gets hosed because of it. And like you said, I think it's going to be those teams that are somewhere between the 12th and 16th best team in the country and the 17th and 20th best team in the country. Right. That group of teams, somewhere between 12th in the country and 20th in the country, somewhere in that grouping, there's going to be about four that really benefit and there's going to be about four that really want to go to the Indianapolis and right. egg their cars and stuff. Here, Here's here's
0: the Baseball America projected field of 64. This is as of, as of last week. All right. So you had, and I'm just going to go through the seeds in order, one through 16. Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, Louisville, Texas Tech. Remember, this is before Ole Miss lost. Starkville, Mississippi State, East Carolina, Georgia Tech uh let me get back up here Virginia oh' sorry I gotta go this way uh Texas UCLA Tennessee Notre Dame South Carolina Arizona Florida Virginia Tech they had Louisiana Tech in, in, in the startville Regionals I recall yeah they did Florida we know just shot up so they they're they're safe right now yeah. I feel like South Carolina is shooting up they're playing well. Notre Dame is an interesting one because nobody else in that area of the country, I guess outside of Louisville, is going to be hosting. So that might be a place where you could send maybe a Big Ten team and a a MAC team, something like that. Arizona, I don't know a whole lot about them. I don't know how they did in their series with Arizona State this week. UCLA is sort of falling off, to be honest with you. But those are the teams that are going to be in it the whole year. So, yeah, there's no... Just because they're moving out at this pace ahead of time, doesn't mean that we're going to come back in May and go, "Oh gosh, why did they give Mississippi State a regional?" They finished, you know, fourteen and sixteen in the conference. That's not going to happen, I don't yeah. think. So, and if it does, then you make State a two seed and it's regional, or a three seed if you have to. But they're still hosting. You take it from there. That's the other thing too. Is like I said, you know, you can, you don't have to make. If you if you wait on the seeding, you don't have to wait. Or you don't have you don't have to make the hosts the one seed. You can bake them with two or a three seed if their season just falls apart. Yeah. In the in the last month.
1: You know, you were talking earlier about uh, what a like a money losing proposition to have to host two schools that aren't even your own in yeah. a super regional thing. Do you think that'll prevent some schools maybe from like like some of those I don't know, Let's like see, Louisiana Tech, for instance. Yeah, like, would they want to put in a bid a of, and like potentially have to welcome in two schools that's not them to play? Like, would they Possibly. not even submit? Well, a bid? The,
0: the thing about being Louisiana Tech is this: uh, you weren't going to host a super regional either way. You're either going to go on the road, or you are going to uh, not be in it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't. I don't know the answer to that, but. I don't think so. I think the people who are going to submit bids will submit bids, and the people who aren't, aren't. I don't know if you got – by the way, I don't know if you listen today. We talked to Scott Barry from Southern Miss. He had no idea this, this had happened. Richard broke that news to him, and you could hear his – like he was not happy about it. I'll just put it that way. He's just like, well, that is an interesting situation. I was like, I guarantee he got off the phone with us and immediately called Jeremy McLean, the athletic director at Southern Miss. And was like, what the hell? it was like richard was like i just get your thoughts on he's like well richard i gotta be honest with you i haven't really been online today i've been doing some radio shows and uh looking at some film of uab so i don't know really know what you're talking about richard had to explain what had happened and uh yeah did not go the uh the way maybe that he he thought it would so what it's it's just wild man it is it's it's something you know it's just another thing chris Lamonis on on sports talk said the same thing he said you know, everybody who's played a sport this year has had a thing that they've had to fight through. This is this is going to be baseballs.
1: I mean, what it's done for state though, it has put a look. I mean, there was already a magnifying glass on what state does the remainder of April, particularly against Ole Miss and against Vanderbilt. But this has kind of it has kind of turned up the heat just a little bit, just a notch. Yeah, to make sure that you don't do something like go zero and six in those games. Yeah. Oh, well, think about next weekend. That's a that's a big I mean it's already a big series. You kinda you kinda but really need to at the very least win the series. Now. Whoever
0: wins that series is in. Whoever loses that series, gonna be looking at it next week and going, we gotta win. And if you're Mississippi State, you're playing Vanderbilt. Not great. Not great. State state would do well these next this weekend and next weekend to come out four and two at worst. Yeah. In my opinion. So. And I think they can do that. I think they can do it pretty easily to be totally honest with you. But we'll see.
1: I, I, I really wish like stuff like this, they could have announced this at the end of February, like before the seasons began. You know? Yeah. Because would, would, would you have played, I don't know, is there any game that, that, in Mississippi State's case, the answer to this might be no, but would you have played any game differently knowing that the games in March and April are going to mean a little more than the ones in May, maybe?
0: Might have tried to get a couple more non-conference games in.
1: Like, would you have done something differently? I, mean, I don't know what you could do as far as know. the conference schedule goes. You know, but it's what it is. You got to play the hand you're dealt. Honestly, Everybody's been dealt you know, this if, hand. If the SEC had known this,
0: they might have said we're going to start conference play the second week of the season. Get more. Try to get everything in. done. I don't know. Because then, you, if you, well, I mean, how many weekends in February are we talking about? Two. Like you, that, played, yeah, but... you played the first weekend. So like two weekends, so you could have had eight of your ten series done by the time you got to this as opposed to six. I
1: don't know.
0: I don't know. That's a good point. You
1: know, I mean, theoretically here, like the whoever wins the SEC regular season title, mm-hmm. if somebody comes from the back or something, gets like red hot in May, wins the league, mm-hmm. and then they may not even get to host. But that seems unlikely. It right? seems unlikely, yeah. I mean, you yeah.
0: think about the teams you're talking about. All of them are probably going to host. State, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Ole Miss, Florida, South Carolina. Those are the only teams that have a realistic chance of winning the SEC. Maybe well, I think Tennessee. Tennessee's up Tennessee. there. Tennessee. Tennessee, I don't know if Tennessee's going to host or not. They might. I think it's just because of a facilities thing. They're not great up there. But even if they do, that, that's that's seven of your 12. It feels like you won't get seven. But I could be wrong. How many did they get in 19? Do you remember? I can't remember off the top of my head. Vanderbilt, Arkansas, State, Ole Miss, for sure. Um, did LSU host that year? I think they did.
1: I don't remember. My my gut's to say yes because they're LSU, but yeah. I don't know. A
0: and M I mean A and M still would have had Ace Lacy and uh John Axis, Dock doc Doc Axis, right? So they probably hosted. Or, or they didn't. I remember they, that was like the big deal. They they were like the last team to miss out. But you see what I'm getting at. The yeah. the teams that have a realistic chance to win the SEC are gonna host. Yeah. Yeah, Auburn, Texas A and M, Alabama,
1: Missouri, Kentucky. Those teams aren't going to come out of nowhere and win the SEC. Yeah, I guess in my mind, I'm doing all I can to come up with a team that may end up getting hosed by this. <laughs> in the SEC,
0: there's not. Really, it's 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 group of five teams. It's that's you know outside of Louisville and Georgia Tech, who's the next team in the ACC? You saw Virginia Tech, right? I mean, they could end up getting hosed. Boston College. I don't know. I don't know what Virginia's doing this year. Things like that. So. We'll see. All right, let's move on over. We'll talk a little quick football before we get out of here. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. North Mississippi, man, all across the state, actually, Welcome Home Beef is starting to pop up in the local grocery stores. If you're one of those lucky people that has Welcome Home Beef products on the shelf at your local grocery store, great. If not, you need to find out how you can get it there. Call your Talk to your local grocers and get, get them on the phone and say, look, we want to support this Mississippi company. We want Welcome Home Beef products on the shelf in the butcher's department here in our city, and see if you can't make it happen. And if you, you know, for the time being, you can always call Welcome Home Beef and find out if they'll ship to you, and find out what kind of great products they'll put on, on in in the uh, the shipping for you. And man, like I've said so many times, they are full service. Anything you're looking for, they can get it for you. Any cut of meat on the cow, the pig—I don't know about the birds. I, I haven't asked for birds. <laughs> I haven't asked for any, you know, poultry from them, but hey, I, you know, they might be able to hook you up. I don't know. I don't know. Call them today and find out what they can make happen for you. Call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online, welcomehomebeef.com. you find out how Welcome Home Beef does one thing better than anybody else. They make it.
1: Just taste good. I had to come
0: around on that. It's yeah, like, I was. I was like, <laughs> I'm screwing this up. Get back in line. I didn't know where the pitch was coming from, but I We're good, from, we're, good. I was ready. we're good, we're good. Our good friends over at Two Brothers, man. Like I said, next week's Super Bowl Bulldog Weekend. Don't tell me that Two Brothers isn't going to be hopping because I know that it will be. That place is going to be up and running. You definitely want to go by and check them out at 621 University Drive. Pick up some of that great food, a cold drink, and enjoy the atmosphere of Startville's great, out- great outdoor patios. Man, it's just so much fun when you're at Two Brothers. You can't go wrong there. The menu is great. The drinks are great. The service, the people. It's, it's just a no-brainer. Check them out again. 621 University Drives, that's two brothers smoked meats. Our good friends at Advantage Business Systems want to put your business where it needs to be, at the top, making money, no problems, more profits. And they know how to do it. They've been doing it with other businesses for nearly 50 years. You just don't stay in business unless you're good at your job and for 50 years. You just can't do it. Nobody's hanging around that long not doing a good job. So find out today how Advantage Business Systems can help your business take care of these problems, get the products they need on the shelves, and help you have great customer service. Call them today at 601-362-9192 or visit them online. Walk? Them. Nope, that's not right. ABSMS.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do
1: business. Back to baseball one real quick. Yeah, I just saw where Jaden Hill's out for the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Tommy John. It sucks. Big deal. Yeah, LSU. Yeah. One and eight and now you lose your and now Friday got to, night guy, man. Yeah. Well, I say that didn't uh they moved Marceau so. They moved Marceau well still but still, still. A guy they, that was a potential they top have ten in the Kentucky MLB this pit. week. That is an intriguing series all of a sudden. Oh, if Kentucky takes two of three, the people in Baton Rouge will Will they be, fire him mid uh, I don't think so. You think so? Not midseason. If they were if they're two and ten,
0: I mean you're not you're not you're not you're not getting a tournament. You're not even getting any of the
1: tournament. That's they're not, they're not so. firing him. I, I don't. I, I think don't know. They would, I don't but, know that they're firing him for a bad year, much less a bad twelve games.
0: We'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: All right, quick, quick football.
0: We talked, you know, about the scrimmage yesterday. One thing that I, I've been trying to, you know, I'm trying to like overlay things in my brain, and that's this: is that you know, we said Mississippi State did not face the kind of defense in the scrimmage it fa- it will face this this fall. You know, we saw Will Rogers, he, he he looked pretty accurate. He had some good throws. I thought we said uh Chance Lovertich had some good throws. Jack Abraham looked good at times, but he was definitely the third best quarterback on the uh on the field on Saturday on Saturday.
1: Yeah. But there's the fact that, you know, now he did have like two guys drop passes he did that have a couple should
0: drops. not have been dropped. But it, we always say you can't really ever take anything from the scrimmage, but can you really take anything from this scrimmage, knowing that Mississippi State did not see the kind of defense it's going to see this fall?
1: I mean, a little bit. I mean, the, the Makai Polk catch, I, I hesitate to talk about this a little bit, just saying the Makai Polk catch, because it, it's like you all saw it. You didn't see it. But that the play that Makai Polk made... I told you at the time he made that catch, that may be the most impressive thing I've seen today. Um, I mean, that was a catch in traffic against Mississippi State's possible best corner. And, I mean, I don't know. Martin Emerson, Emmanuel Forbes Jr., take your pick. They're both really darn good, and they'll probably both be playing on Sundays here in the next two or three years. So they're both really good. McCoppel making that play against him, I mean, that means something to me despite the fact that, you know, I don't know that it's necessarily against the exact style of defenses that State will be seeing during the year. But I think, by and large, you can see playmakers when they shine. And I thought in that instance, Makai Polk showed he could be a playmaker. Um,
0: I, I don't disagree with you on this at all. I mean, individual plays being made, yes, you can take something from. But big picture, can you get anything from what we saw?
1: Well, I mean, you could, you could say that about any spring practice I mean, anywhere at any time. Um, because every spring, every year, if the offense looks great, then you have questions about your defense, and if the defense dominates, then you think your offense is awful. Like, I, I don't really know how anybody can judge much of anything off of off of spring football, to be honest with you. But, you're, you're, I mean, your point's valid, because it's not like states out there rushing three, dropping eight and you're seeing if any progress has been made. I, I don't know if it has or hasn't. You know, I'd be intrigued as heck to see some kind of spring game where Mississippi State goes up against, I don't know, pick somebody, UAB. I don't, right. <laughs> and UAB uh, goes out there in the spring and rushes three and drops eight. Maybe State could work out a deal with UAB and say, hey, you guys rush three, you, drop eight, get us some practice. I,
0: I, Mike Gundy was talking about that the other day. Did you did you see him talking about that? I did not saying that he would love to have like Texas A and M or Arkansas come to Oklahoma State for a spring scrimmage.
1: I mean, it makes sense I mean, in, I would love to see those things. well, you know, in college baseball, I don't think it happened this past year because of the pandemic, but I mean, Mississippi state has went on the road and played some football games at other schools mm. Mm-hmm. I think maybe one came not Well, in basketball,
0: before. for sure too. They've they've been doing these uh these scrimmages. Yeah, the, these secret, the secret scrimmages, scrimmages
1: yeah. that you're not supposed to talk about, and right. then every now and then Ben Howland talks about it anyway. Yeah, I mean, we play we played them, and they were
0: like an NC two a tournament.
1: <laughs> um, I got to
0: work on making my Howland not morph into my Maneri.
1: They are it's kind of close. People. I gotta yeah, I gotta be careful there. Um, I think you could really learn more about your team that, that way, couldn't you? I mean, just think if, like, for the maroon white scrimmage, if there was if UAB came in, yeah. I mean, more people want to come for yeah, one because you're actually you're actually playing somebody. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know why that's not done.
0: It feels like it's it's probably mainly just to not give your opponents any feel. If you do a spring game, you can keep it super vanilla. Whereas if you play another team, well, you, I
1: mean, you could have well, a gentleman's agreement to, that you'd want to win. That's true because, like, if Alabama went out there and it was competitive against whoever, yeah, you, you couldn't have that. Yeah, Saban would not want that. You know? <laughs> the people in in the state of, well, not just there. I mean, it, it, for instance, if Mississippi State played UAB and then UAB beat State by fourteen in March, yeah, or April, whole, everybody I mean, whole is just all would be like, out. this team's going to be
0: terrible. <laughs> it couldn't even beat UAB. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I don't know. I just think you're I, right in that. But it goes for what we saw the other day. Mm-hmm. It goes for if we get to see this week's scrimmage. I hadn't. I don't know for 100% sure if we will or not, they but I think say, at yeah. one point it was possible. And, of course, a week from Saturday is the maroon-white it's game. the game, yeah. Nothing that we see over the course of the next three weeks. We're, we're going to come out of the spring and at no point have an answer to has State improved against that, right? No, you're, you're probably, yeah. I, I can't imagine we would. So. We're, we're not going to know the answer to that until State I don't even know if you'll know it during non-conference. I don't know if those teams will bust it out. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But. Right. Well, I mean,
0: what are those first three games: La Tech, NC State, and Memphis. Those are not the biggest pushovers in the world. You're yeah. going to have. They're going to. Those teams are not stupid. They've watched the film. They're going to say, "Look, we're going to drop eight, and we're going to. If if they beat us, we'll change it
1: up." But, I'll tell you one team is going to rush three, drop eight. LSU. Oh, Ed's going to walk in. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to say, we're what that Bo Pelini
0: did. Let's not, let's not. That was actually pretty good. That's <laughs> a good one, Coach O. Uh, let's not, let's not get overly optimistic there. You never know. You're like,
1: we can do it this year.
0: <laughs> this year we're going to man up. We're going to lock them up.
1: we going go out and lead them, guys. Uh,
0: out at lead them, he said. <laughs> you know, we used to have Dan and John on B&B. <gasps> we should have you doing Coach O and me doing Dusty Road. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Joe, tell me about your team, if you will.
1: Well, we got all these five star athletes, Dusty. You know we're going, we're going out, athlete about we play on.
0: Out, athlete them, or the athlete of the day is what you mean to say there, Coach Joe. <laughs> See, we could, we could do a whole show like
1: this. I tell you what, Dusty, we coming, and we ain't backing down.
0: That's risky business, is what that is for the rest of the SEC, Daddy. All right, tomorrow's show is the rumblings. Joel's already fired off the tweet. Your questions are rolling in. We've already, already seen some really good questions, so it'll be some good stuff. We'll answer those tomorrow. We'll recap Mississippi State Southern on our Thursday show, and then uh, we'll talk a little. We'll do a positional breakdown, offensive line, uh, on Thursday show as well. And then Friday preview in Mississippi State Auburn baseball. So a good week here on uh, Thunder and Lightning. Hope you guys enjoy it. We'll talk to you again very soon. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian. Hey, Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.